Welcome to episode 28 of Social Anxiety Solutions, your journey to social confidence. My name is Sebastian van der Schrier and I'm an ex-social anxiety disorder sufferer. Thanks to energy psychology and the help of some brilliant therapists, I've been able to become anxiety-free and I'm now comfortable and relaxed in social situations and have been for quite a while. Now, on this show, I interview different experts each week from both Western traditional psychology as well as Eastern energy psychology. So each week, we'll put new tools into your toolkit to enhance your social confidence. Now, today, I'm interviewing my buddy, Christoph Schiesel, someone who's comfortable and relaxed in social situations. So previously on, on former shows, I interviewed some other of my friends on similar topics and these episodes were quite popular. People uh, enjoyed hearing, uh, hearing them and got a lot out of them. So I thought, hey, <laughs> interviewing my friend Christoph would be fun and helpful. So uh, we... we um, we walked through the mall to find a, a silent spot where I could actually interview him because I kind of have a cold, as you might be able to hear, and we couldn't go to his house. So we're <laughs> if you hear some background noises of people passing by, we're sitting uh, you know, somewhere outside in the mall uh, doing this interview. So there you go. Here's a bit about Christoph. Christoph grew up in Austria has been coming to the Philippines, uh, where we are right now, since 1990-something, since 1999, and he's uh, been living here for years. He's engaged and just became a father and uh, of, a, of, a, of a little son, and he's someone with a, a wide social network, many friends from a wide variety of backgrounds, and someone who, who really enjoys being around people. Now, we met in uh, 2009, and uh, <laughs> I guess that was when we were both more in, uh, in party modes, <laughs> and uh, we're still friends, or we don't uh, go out to party as much, but we might meet up for uh, meditation, or hanging out, or going for a swim, or having a talk with a glass of wine. God, we're old. So, <laughs> um, yeah, um, we're also in a situation where we'll be handing over the microphone, so uh, it's a bit different than it usually is. But um, yeah, I'm going to ask Christoph a bunch of questions about his mindset and about meeting people and so on, and I think uh, this will be really interesting. So first off, thanks for being on the show. Hi, thank you Sebastian for inviting me. It was quite a surprise that uh, you come up to me and uh, you're, you want to interview me, but I'm, I'm very happy to share a bit of uh, my life story and uh, how I generally relate to people. Awesome. awesome. All right. Well, let's start out with mindset. Um, you know, for s people with social anxiety, it's really difficult to meet someone new or, you know, to, to, you know, to go up to someone or, you know, even just to make friends because they, you know, they're just awkward and anxious and nervous and it's like a really, really big thing for them. Um, why do you think you're so uh, comfortable meeting people? Yeah, generally I would say, I mean, I just generally love people. And uh, I love being around people and I love uh, very different kind of people. I'm interested in people. People have always been good to me, I would say. I don't know why. Even those people that have been bad to others apparently have been good to me. And uh, I don't know why it's that way, but I would say it started very early in my childhood. So if I would go back to that, um, 
I would say in my childhood, my father didn't have much time for me, and uh, my mom was far away, so I, I was v in a very early stage uh, a lot by myself. So I somewhat needed to be friendly to start getting to know people and eventually like being around people because otherwise I would have been super lonely and I was never someone who felt very happy to be too long alone. Not that I don't prefer sometimes a few minutes uh, by myself, but uh, I do like being around people. So, um, so at that time I, I realized that the first thing that really um, made me like the first contact with people, I started greeting everyone. I started that at the age of probably, I think maybe three to four years old. My mom has told me that um, if you greet people, uh, you know, you should, or whenever you meet people, you should greet them. And uh, so I started greeting people and I started greeting strangers all over the place. And uh, I've been doing this up to this, up to today. When I look into my hometown, which is about that town, about, I would say right now, maybe 12 to 14,000 people. Almost everybody knows me there because I've been greeting everyone that I see around the road and uh, it didn't matter to me if I knew the person or if I don't know the person. I just greeted the person and I greeted them usually with a smile. And um, I think that was the initial start for many, many uh, conversations and friendships that I, that I did. Because the moment I greeted people and I greeted them with a smile, people were kind of open to talk to me. They didn't feel as shy, they didn't feel awkward to start a conversation with me or to ask me, some people would ever ask me, why are you smiling at me? Or why are you greeting me? Do I know you? So, uh, but it always led to some kind of conversation and I can't say that it ever really has put me anywhere where I didn't want to be. Well, I can certainly attest to the fact that, that you indeed greet everyone with a smile, and it's uh, just about always uh, reciprocated. I can't even remember one time where it was not. And uh, it's um, what you say, how you started really early with greeting people. So uh, my daughter is uh, two years old, turning three in December, and uh, initially she was a bit shy, and I noticed that. I'm like, okay, we're just going to talk to people. You know, you're going to come up with daddy, and we're going to talk to everyone, right? So we're taking out on the street and talking with people and taking the Jeep and talking with everyone. And just within a, in a couple of weeks, that completely changed in her. And now, you know, she's comfortable with people. And she's, she's still shy sometimes in certain situations. But in most situations, you know, she runs up to people, you know, high-fiving them and, and that kind of stuff. So very interesting how... Uh, how, how something like that started early on and then uh, yeah, really uh, set the foundation for you uh, to, uh, to meet people. Great. So, Christopher, a lot of people with social anxiety, they have all these worries about what might happen. You know, you said, well, you know, I greet them with a smile and typically they respond positively and sometimes they might even say, like, hey, what are you smiling for? Um, you know, People listening to this, they have all these worries about what might go wrong. It's like, well, you know, if I say something wrong, they might get upset with me. Or, you know, I might come off in this wrong way. Or, you know, what if they don't like me? And, you know, like what are you, they have negative expectations about the upcoming social interactions. How's that for you? What do, what do you expect happens when you meet someone new? Well, to be honest, like I don't think about it that much. So I guess whenever you start thinking about something too much, 
And whenever you start, you could always come up with all kind of emotions or fears. But in general, when I approach someone, I have pretty much, I'm pretty much blanking myself. And all I see is like I, I smile at the person. I'm just seeing someone that I'm interested in to meet. And in general, I'm looking at something at the person that interests me or that I find um, attractive or beautiful about that person. So I, I look or not doing that on purpose, but I guess it's, it's something that naturally comes in me that I'm, I'm seeing the good things in people. Because people that I've just met are not the people that I'm afraid of. Because people I've just met, they can pretty much do anything to me. And that's why they're pretty, the, harm, the most harmless people out there. So new people are super harmless. The people that you know are the people that can be dangerous, you know? The people that you know for a while and that you thought you know and that you thought you could go from your families to your best friends. These are the people that can seriously hurt you or, um, you know, uh, yeah, cause you pain in one way or the other. So um, people that you just met are the most harmless people in the world. So there could, there's only a big um, opportunity... Uh, yeah, an opportunity for opportunities. Right. Yeah, basically. So that's uh, how I would say in meeting a new person. And I love new people. In fact, I, I generally move forward in meeting people. And I can't even tell you. If, I, if you ask me today how many people I have met and I have talked and I have had um, deeper conversations even with, it's a countless number. I could not tell you uh, right now how many that are. I don't even know how how big my actual network or uh, people that I know, because I never saw it that way. See, it's not, I've, I've never been trying to build a network. I've never been trying to make friends. I've just made friends and I've just uh, met new people. And I think I want to go on like this because I just want to meet people because I have, I'm having fun and I'm getting tired of old things easy. So I like to make new friends and um, meet new people. And if they have to tell me something, and it's sometimes like people that you just met, that give you a new input in your life or that give you something that you can actually use for... That's what interests me and that's what uh, make me interesting. And I, I'm happily going, going out with someone that I've just met. And I'm not talking about a female, but I'm just saying anybody, that if the person is cool and if our ways have passed and this person, I meet that person somewhere on an airport and he's on the way to... Uh, India and I'm on the way to uh, Europe uh, and that person wants to hang out with me for the next whatever one or one or two hours on the airport and chat with me about whatever I'm totally open to that and I've always been doing that in fact airports are my favorite spot in the world <laughs> yeah uh uh, when, when I'm out with Christoph, uh, you know, constantly, you know, people are like, oh, hey, Christoph, oh, hey, he's always just shaking hands and meeting people, and, uh, you know, we go, we go out for a hike or something, and he meets people, and he's then, oh, hey, long time no see, and he's like, oh, yeah, that this is the guy from that, that, and the other, and, uh, and then he, you know, decides to go for a bike ride with that guy, or, you know, it's, it's, it's always like that, um. It's even inspiring for me because I've been very, very picky with my friends, very selective as to who I want to hang out with. And, um, you know, Christoph just enjoys just about anyone's company. And um, from also from a wide variety of backgrounds, you know, very, you know, uh, very poor people, very rich people, very, um, you know, spiritual people, very non-spiritual people. And, uh, you know, just just about anything. Do you want to say something about that? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I have to say, I mean, you're pretty right. I mean, there's just one problem with all the people that I know and that I enjoy to meet is I cannot bring them all together. Yeah. <laughs> and I've tried that a couple of times and it just won't work because as you said, there's, I'm, I'm dealing with very spiritual people. I'm dealing with very spiritual people from, um, I would say, Muslim kind of groups. I'm dealing with very um, spiritual people from Christian uh, groups. I'm dealing with, with very spiritual people from um, uh, Buddhist kind of groups. And in fact, um, I'm coming along with all of them very, very well. And uh, also with um, nationality-wise, very, very different. I have a big variety. I just remember my 30th birthday uh, party. I think we had about 20 guests. And I don't remember the exact number of the guests, but I remember we were 16 different nationalities. And uh, that was quite amazing for me that I brought so many different people from different places with different backgrounds and different uh, interests and different upbringing on one table and enjoying the same company because I believe we're all sharing the same initial values at, at some kind of aspect. So I would say rather on the emotional aspect. So if you don't go too deep and if you, don't, if you try not to judge, uh, then you can come along because when people can feel you and when you open up a little bit yourself and they can feel you and you can feel them, then this, um, I would say, second degree values like whatever religion they have or whatever ideas, political, view, political views or uh, whatever is no longer that relevant. In fact, what's really relevant is our human, human kind of uh, existence and uh, how we are in our essence as human beings. Are we loving? Are we well-wishing to other people? And I think um, being well-wishing myself, like I'm really, I have to be, I have to, I'm honestly wishing everybody in this world all the best there is. I'm, I'm, I've never been jealous. I, jealousy is something that's something very uh, yeah I would say um, new to me or not really I might have been jealous when it comes to my direct partner my girlfriend or something that uh, I don't like it if some guy looks at her or uh, maybe maybe there I could be jealous but I've never been jealous to things material things or uh, what a person has achieved or what a person has in fact I believe that well wishing, being well wishing and in, in, uh, making sure that, that your friends or people you know, if, even if you can just give them a, uh, an input in their, uh, in their path and uh, give them something that brings them further, is something that um, uh, is so important and that, that comes back to me also all the time. I'm, I'm having people, I'm, I'm being consulted at the moment in my current business and not only in my business, but uh, in many aspects of my life, by different people, because I love to be consulted by many people. You, Sebastian, you're one of them, and you know you, you're you're consulting me on on certain uh, areas uh, with uh, EFT and uh, uh, other things, where I get very good feedback from you, and I'm happily taking this feedback from you. As much as I have people that are uh, the experts on on business, I know I'm. I'm not a very well-known businessman, but I'm running my own business now and being consulted by, I would say, super rich businessmen that have been succeeding in their uh, businesses and uh, looking at how they approach things is very interesting to me and I'm getting so much input from this side. At the same time, I wouldn't consult the same person for a spiritual kind of issue. I would 
consult maybe somebody much more spiritual uh, and I would consult this person on spiritual matters. So I'm basically choosing the people that I meet and I'm trying to somewhat get um, information and uh, certain values that I am filtering for myself and using the way I need them in my personal life and from that I'm making my own perception of life that I'm constantly changing as well so the Christoph that is going to sit here with you today is probably not going to be the Christoph that's going to sit here with you tomorrow but uh, yeah that's uh, how I uh, perceive life and that's how I perceive my friendships and I think friendships and people that I meet are an input for my life I'm seeing it that way and it constantly brings me forward and that's why I need to move on and that's why I need to meet more people because I need more input. Oh, very nice, that's good. Um, two things that stand out from, from what you just said. One is um, you know, what, you, what you're saying, I'm, I'm very giving, like I'm constantly looking for ways that I can help someone out or give them a good idea or you know, be, of, be of value in some, some way, shape or form and that is what always comes back to me, right? And uh, another important thing you said um, is that uh, the, the judgment thing, you know, I, I don't judge people, I'm very open, I'm curious about people. Um, you know, when I was uh, suffering from social anxiety a lot, and I still, this is still something that's ongoing for me, you know, judgment. I sometimes still catch myself in the act of judging. I'm like, ah, oh, don't go there. It's not working out. Um, but, you know, um, a lot of, uh, you know, when people judge, it's often a projection of something that, uh, you know, that they haven't acknowledged within themselves, and, uh, you know, you saying, hey, you know, I don't, I don't judge. I'm very open with them. That kind of means that you're also very accepting and uh, loving of yourself. And, um, yeah, so, so say something about that and make it good. <laughs> well, I have to say I generally, I generally like myself. I generally love myself, too. So I think that's also something that's, I guess, very important. Um, uh, I, I mean, sometimes I think I have to change my haircut or uh, you're telling me I have to change my haircut, but um, I don't really have com a complex about that. So uh, I think I'm, I'm very much settled in who I am. I don't have um, uh, much issues or I don't feel that I have much issues. And if I have some, then I'm trying to bring them up and work on them. Uh, so in general, I, that helps me also to, to your kind of being kind of confident. Because I pretty much know who I am and I pretty much know where my weaknesses are and I accept them and uh, I pretty much uh, know where my strengths are. And uh, I'm also um, uh, using that on a day-to-day -day, uh, for my life and I just try not to think about all those things too much and just be uh, well-wishing to other people. And uh, as much as I've been well-wishing to other people, I think people have been wishing me well too. And I think this well-wishing of other people, for me, has been reflected in my own life. And I have to say, I'm really blessed uh, with the life that I'm living and uh, with the people that I have around me. And uh, I'm, I'm very, very blessed. I feel, I feel that, um, yeah, this world, God, the people, everything has been somewhat very good to me. And it's now really, it's, it's my part to, uh, to give back in, a, in, a, in the most way I can. 
on all kind of aspects, financially, emotionally, uh, whatever it is. I'm, I'm trying to do my part because I've already realized that whatever I've been giving out has always, in a way, uh, come, come back to me. Call it, if you want, the law of attraction. But I don't want to go uh, too much spiritual here. I don't want to go too much philosophy here. I just want to stay down to earth and say what, what's really happening. And what has been happening is I've been smiling, I've been friendly to people, I've been well-wishing to people, and I've experienced the same thing towards uh, myself. So, um, yeah, and again, to go back to what I've said initially, strangers are not dangerous, okay? I look at it like I have a, I have a dog, and my dog is just like me when I look at him. My dog is a very big dog. He's a Rottweiler German Shepherd. And he's friendly to everyone. I've not seen him mean or mad or bad to anybody. And I'm always wondering, people ask me, why is your dog so friendly? And I said, because he has not made any experience, any bad experiences with strange strangers. No stranger has been hitting him, doing anything bad to him. Uh, so it's just like with me. Strangers have been the best people around and they've never treated me bad and I love them and I love the new new person that comes into my life. I think uh, that that's where you're lucky and where you differ from a lot of uh, us, so to speak. Uh, a lot of strangers in my life uh, have definitely not been very nice to me, including a lot of friends. And uh, um, that kind of made me very closed off from, from other people. And the cool thing that... Um, you know that is possible now 2015 is that we have energy psychology EFT and we can actually you know get rid of those painful experiences from the past retrain our our mind retrain our expectations so we get to a place where hey we're a blank slate again and strangers are no longer labeled as dangers in our mind and uh, you know we become the curious dog so to speak who's friendly to strangers and by giving out friendliness to strangers guess what you're going to get you know, friendliness back. And uh, then life becomes quite easy. Hmm. Um, yeah, well, to, to add on that, it's not that I have not met some strange strangers too. And uh, it's not that there was not the one or the other that I avoided pretty fast because uh, I've realized that there is, you know, something is wrong or something is fishy or that person wants something from me. I would say by the amount of people that I'm meeting and that I have been meeting in the past I've learned to scan uh, out pretty quick in if I want to bring the conversation further or if I want to make that uh, into something and I've also had the experience that I've made friends with people quick and that person feels already very very close to me and uh, in the end might get disappointed because I might not be as close to him as he thought uh, as he thought. Uh, how, how do you deal with that in, in, in both situations? So one, you have someone wants to be closer to you, but you're like, ah, no. And in the other situation, uh, you know, you want to get rid of someone or, you know, you just don't want to continue the conversation. How do you do that in a kind of a polite way? Well, I guess that's not an easy one. And you will never, I mean, you will never be able to satisfy everyone's expectations or whatever. And I, I'm quite sure I've, 
I've heard a lot of people in the past and I've probably um, heard friends and I've probably heard family members and I've probably... But we all constantly, everything we do in our life is an intervention uh, about something and everything we do somewhat leaves something behind and we just cannot be able to satisfy. I, can, I cannot even at, at the moment, I know so many people that it would be impossible to even send each of them a postcard. Uh, you know, it's not, it's just not possible. It's not even possible for me to send each of them an email. Maybe if I send each of them the same email, but uh, that would be a, a possibility, but that would be nonsense and nobody wants that kind of uh, uh, impersonal treatment. So I'm generally sticking to, um, to, the, to the way that, that I feel comfortable about because I cannot always consider everyone else being comfortable around. I mean, that's not going to work. So I feel comfortable meeting people I feel comfortable hanging out with people the moment I meet them. Sometimes I don't even make any further appointments or arrangements or whatever. And if we're going to see each other again for whatever reason and it's going to lead into something, I go with the flow and I'm going to be there again and I'm going to be there the full me to 100% at the moment when I meet that person. Maybe that's also something. The aspect is I'm really trying to... When I meet someone, I'm really trying to be there 100%. So I'm very focused in that moment on whom I'm dealing with and uh, that time I'm spending with that person. Sometimes even forgetting about other things around, forgetting about the time, forgetting about uh, pretty much anything just for that moment that I'm spent with that person. So I guess that's also what people appreciate because uh, they, they feel that you're actually there at the moment, that you're actually giving your time, that you're actually showing an interest to what they have to say and... Uh, and for that moment, I'm really there. But then I might be off and I might be somewhere completely different and I might not have the time to follow up on, on uh, that friendship or that new relationship because it's just not possible. I have to also um, uh, kind of keep a certain circle of the people that I've really chosen to uh, surround myself with. Uh, not that there's not more space for more people, but it's just... It's just to manage so many friendships and to satisfy also uh, uh, the need of those real friends, uh, and that's mostly time. You just have to make a certain uh, limit to uh, who you can get into your closer circle. But again, that doesn't mean that a stranger has something to tell to you and a stranger has sometimes a message for you that brings you further in life. So... I think a stranger might have a better message for you than somebody you know for the last 10 years because if that person wasn't able to tell you this in the last 10 years, then uh, it's not going to come. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so um, how do you deal with awkward situations? Like what are your thoughts about awkward situations? You mean uh, with people, of course. Awkward situation with people. Well... I mean, awkward situations appear to anyone and I feel awkward from time to time and I guess since I'm not, you know, I'm generally not feeling bad about myself, so if there is an awkward situation, it just so happens. Usually awkward situations happens to me when I suddenly meet two completely different friends toge uh, together and they've been so different that uh, it's really awkward for them being there and me feeling awkward because... Uh, the way I speak to that one person might be different than the way I speak to the other person. 
that's just down to the uh, verbal communication. But the essence of myself is still the same. It's just the way I'm communicating is way different because I've learned in the years of growing up with so many different people, I've learned to communicate on my language is kind of adjusting to the person that I'm dealing with. Now that that um, is very difficult if you bring people together because the way you speak with people cannot be the same with everyone because some people have different intellects, some people have uh, different uh, uh, language, uh, different um, mindsets, different... So to speak with them, you will have to speak in a different way, but the emotion that I reflect is still myself. Yeah, so basically what I hear you say is uh, awkwardness, part of life, and it's okay, right? Like, this, this is one of the, the things that people fear a lot. It's like, well, when, when I meet someone new and it, it might get awkward, then what? You know, like, well, <laughs> yeah. You could also say then you have something to love about later, right? <laughs> so, so, you know, to be honest, there's nothing wrong about being awkward. I mean, whenever you... Whenever you're dating someone, whenever you approach a girl and you want to go out with her, like, I mean, when I've met my fiancé, and uh, of course, I mean, I've basically approached her out of the blue. She didn't really uh, know me nor like me nor uh, at all uh, know what I want from her. Probably she had, a, she had an idea, but uh, I, I, just, uh, I just approached her, and, I, and that was pretty awkward. And uh, in the end, it turned out, that we're now together for the past three years and we have a son and, uh, you know, so where did the awkward situation lead? Yeah. It still lead to something good. So, you know, it's always awkward to approach someone or to talk to someone that you have never been talking before. And it might be less awkward or more awkward, but uh, in the end of the day, it's, yeah. Yeah, Be becoming okay with awkwardness, uh, you know, kind of comes from being okay with yourself, being able to laugh at yourself, not taking yourself so serious, and from being okay with awkward situations, now that's where your social freedom comes in, because now, you know, the worst thing that can happen is that it gets awkward, but that's already something that you're okay with. And can even laugh at. And, you know, some of the best stories <laughs> come from awkward situations. Because, you know, later on you tell your buddies about, you know, this was awkward, that was awkward. And uh, that, uh, that can be a lot of fun. All right. So. Yeah. Um, well, one more thing that I have to say about that. I think one thing about being okay with yourself is not taking yourself too serious or thinking that you're somebody. In fact, I don't even know who I am, to be honest. I don't know if I'm a very smart person. I don't know if I'm a very intellectual person. I don't know if I'm a, a very uh, uh, smart person. Uh, what else? I, I, basically, I, I just simply... I am just simply. And... Uh, as much as I don't build up my ego to what I think I am, but just being myself, whenever I'm being myself, things come naturally, and uh, then I'm the natural me, and then I can suddenly communicate with very intelligent people that are also accepting that I'm a little bit more stupid than them. And uh, I can also communicate with intellectually 
people that have not been studying that much or have a very uh, little education to compare to what I am. I wouldn't say that they're less smart than me, but I would say they have maybe lesser education than I have, than I have enjoyed. But then uh, at the same time, uh, uh, I can communicate with those people because I don't feel or I don't, they don't feel that I cannot be on the same level as them because I don't know who is smarter here. There's so many forms of being smart and being, uh, you know, there's many, we already know there's so many forms of different uh, intelligi in, in intelligences. And uh, so at the end of the day, it's just not building your ego and blowing up your ego too much of who you think you are. Just, you know, just enjoy life because we have, we all have countable days to live and we should all memorize that, you know, doesn't matter in the end of the day it matters have we enjoyed our time here and have we done our part uh, here on in this time and that's pretty much what it's about and you know feeling awkward about yourself and being uh, uh, having fear about meeting new people in the end of the day you fear you have fear of life might as well die early no yeah uh, the whole um, you know, uh, what you're really exuding is 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 self acceptance, right? Like most most people would be like, "Well, I, I shouldn't say that I'm not so smart, or you know, I I should actually be, uh, I should be the smartest, the best, the funniest, the strongest, the healthiest, you know." And then it becomes uh, a lot of perfectionism is 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 common and rampant, and that really makes you so stiff and stilted and always comparing yourself with other people and it doesn't allow you to be free and relax and guess what actually have fun you know because uh, you know accepting yourself and accepting other people from different kinds uh different backgrounds and all of that stuff because now it's fun because now you go anywhere you go into a coffee shop you can talk to the people behind the counter and have fun you know you meet people at a networking meeting and now you have an interesting time and you just have a like a, a big curiosity about who you get to meet and life just becomes you know a, a lot of fun and and it's effortless and it's easy and so yeah yeah good stuff all right, well, the following won't be the typical advice for you listening as, um, you know, you're not living Christoph's life. But I think it's a fun story to hear, and I'm sure there are some valuable tips in there for some people. So here goes. Uh, Christoph, when you just came to the Philippines here for the first time, how did you start in creating a new social life? Um, you, mean, <laughs> you mean you want me to go back to my first night in the Philippines? or? Uh, uh, How I well, to be honest, I I came to the Philippines and uh, it was my first time uh, consciously uh, in Asia. Uh, with yeah, and uh, before that, I've been in Europe, but uh, I've never been out of Europe. So I came to the Philippines, and as usual, I perceived everything as. Not dangerous and uh, yeah, easy going, and I'm not uh, wasn't scared of pretty much anything because I thought, well, you know, I'm just here, and I just remembered when I first arrived, I loved the f the the way people were um, easy going. So they seem they didn't be, Filipinos generally don't have that uneasiness to uh, talk to people. So um, suddenly I felt like I'm home because me also I didn't have that hard times to talk with people so it seemed to be my my environment uh, in uh, Austria where I originally come from that 
seem to have more difficulties um, in uh, talking to people, being open to people. Well, when I came to the Philippines, it was like uh, a walk in the park in uh, meeting people. You could pretty much talk to anyone, anywhere. Anybody would, to, would talk to you anywhere. And still, there was no immediate, like, immediate, immediate attachment. So people were open to meet, but were also very easy to attach and very uh, the attachment very easy to um, uh, to uh, kind of mingle with. It wasn't like you know you meet someone and then you're friends forever and you're going to meet the next day at 3 p.m. No, it's not working this way in the Philippines. You might meet again. If he says maybe, it means you're probably never going to meet again. Uh, so, uh, but in the end of the day, it's like you can meet people very easy in the Philippines if you are a person that has social anxiety. I would really recommend uh, come to the Philippines because that's uh, definitely a place where you can talk to people easily and uh, you'll get that spirit very quick because people won't leave you alone. If, you're, if you don't want to talk to anyone, that's going to be very hard in the Philippines because people really want to talk to you and people are very interested in what you're doing. They're asking you every question towards your private life and whatever uh, you're up to and it's up to you if you're uh, talking to them or not. Yeah, uh, you know, Filipino people are just amazing people. I just like I have uh, a lot of love for the culture, which is which is why I still love, uh, which is why I still live here. Filipino people, they're just very, very open and and warm and friendly and fun. You know, like they they have this catchphrase. Uh, which is their touristy thing, you know. It's more fun in the Philippines. It is more fun in the Philippines. And uh, I've thought about this quite a bit. Why is that the case? Well, people don't take themselves so seriously. They're warm, heart-connected people. And, uh, you know, there's just something about this culture that, uh, you know, people, they're, they're not striving to be better than you. It's, it, it's, it's, just, it's just very warm. I really like being here, yeah. I can agree with you 100%. So uh, not only the warm personality and the way they approach people, I think one thing, and I think that refers very much to what we have talked about uh, earlier when it comes to your self-experience um, and how you see yourself and what you, how serious you take yourself. And uh, Filipinos don't take themselves serious. And they don't, uh, they don't uh, want to... Whenever you're in the Philippines, you're, you're kind of building your ego up too much. Everybody around will just laugh at you because people just don't like people with big build-up egos. People like people that are down to earth. If somebody slips and falls down in the Philippines, everybody around just laughs, you know? It's not like... And the person that falls also laughs. So it's like, it's like a, a culture where not taking yourself as somebody um, too important and too big. People here don't like that very much. People like people that are humble, and they're very humble about themselves. And I think that's what it comes down to. They, uh, they're okay with themselves and in themselves, and they're not striving to be somebody that they're not. Yep, absolutely. Uh, how, how did they call me when I, when I just got here? <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> well, you know, if 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 in the Philippines, you know, uh, uh, if you are if you are 
being somebody that you're not, or if you're kind of like trying to show off or having a big ego, showing to off something or talking big mouthly, people will call you hamburguero. And hamburguero means something like, uh, like postful, proudy kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's, not a, it's not a good word. It's more or less like, come down, come down from your big, uh, big horse and uh, come down to earth. And, uh, and Filipinos are good in, in doing that with other people. So they're constantly doing that among each other. So they're keeping themselves down to earth so that nobody will, you know, nobody's ego will fly away. Yep. So when I when I just uh, got to the Philippines, which was uh, end of 2008, I was still dealing with uh, quite a bit of social anxiety. Now I could drink pretty well and and party pretty well, but then um, you know when I was not drunk and I would be meeting people again, you know, uh, I can remember went out uh, for a big party. It was uh, someone who uh, Jilly, someone who I uh, had just met, and it was Earth. Uh, <laughs> Dirty thirty birthday party on an island, and we had a we all had a great night. Twenty people partying, and a week later uh, we met again, and now we're all in a jeep, and uh, I'm sitting in the jeep, and I am nervous and anxious, and you know I had such a big mouth that night drinking, and now they they were like, "Geez, what's wrong with you? Why are you so quiet? You're such a different person." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I was still dealing with that uh, with that social anxiety a lot, and also. Um, you know, th- thinking um, you know, portraying this this arrogance, uh, this arrogance, which really comes from a, a deep insecurity inside. Uh, so yeah, my nickname for quite a while was was Humbugero, which is like proud and boastful American, which is not a good nickname. Anyway, <laughs> that went away, and uh, you know. What I'm not saying is that it's necessary to go to the Philippines in order to resolve your social anxiety, but uh, it's it sure helped me to be in such a warm, loving environment. I think that's been uh, really, uh, really healing. And I, you know, I just like uh, what Christoph says, I would recommend it. And just you know, uh, traveling to different cultures as well, you get such a different experience when you go outside your comfort zone and you're in a different country and you see that there are different rules apply. Different other things uh, are what important different values rule the show different religion or it's 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 fascinating and it really uh it, it gives you a good reset even just backpacking for for a little bit it really uh it really helps so um yeah well so far uh, you know i think this has been a great talk i think people uh might, might very well enjoy uh it are you have do you have any uh, final parting words or you know anything like this or is is, is this it we call it call this a day just I uh, just want to um, thank you again for having me here and uh, yeah we just want to tell all the listeners to this to uh, enjoy their lives you know and uh, be happy uh, having all other opportunities with humans around that you can pretty much pick from and say you know who you want to have information who you want to talk to it's such it's such a blessing you know, nobody would be happy. No man is an island, you know, and it's just a blessing having other humans around and going out there with this, with that kind of spirit, seeing uh, other people as a blessing around. Uh, and uh, I think that's something that I would uh, like um, to give uh, those people who have difficulties on the way. Awesome. Um, thank you very much, Christoph.
Uh, that was good. Let's go for some dinner. Uh, yeah. Um, thank you very much for listening to this. Um, do the inner work. Get rid of the stuff from the past so you can live in the present and you know enjoy meeting people and having a good time and you know consider a, a trip to the Philippines. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Don't take yourself too serious. Have a laugh and uh, all is well. So hope you enjoyed this. Um, to learn more, I have created a PDF, which you can find at socialanxietysolutions.com forward slash overcome dash S-A dash completely. And that's, uh, you know, uh, one of my latest articles that I wrote, which uh, demonstrate visually how to get rid of the painful experience from the past and how to get yourself to a place where you're anxiety free, where you can actually enjoy yourself, have a good time, have a laugh, make some friends and uh, it's all good. All right. So I look forward to connecting with you next week again. Bye for now. Bye for now.